Let's do this. No, yours is not crackly at all. Is that all right? Okay. Right. Um, Andy, do you want to say something? Yeah. What, what would you like me to say? Um, should that, I just keep going? <laughs> just is keep that going. all right? Ian. Hi. Hello. Hello again. Great. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Did you ever feel so bad inside? So, welcome to the Early Late Night Review Show. It's what it's called. Uh, so, I've got Ian. Hello. And with us is, what's your stage name? Oban, Andy Obany. Andy Obany. Yeah. 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 All right. Hello, Andy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we've established the person who's in my room, let's, let's talk to him. Yeah. So, where are we? It's a roaming podcast. Where are we? Oh, we are now, we're in Ealing for the very first time. We are in my new house in Ealing. I've healing, free- healing. Healing, yes, Ealing. Healing, Ealing. Um, yeah. I've been freed from the shackles of my dominatrix-based life, and now I live with normal people. So you listened to the last podcast? I did. Did you yeah. listen to the one, I'm sure you didn't listen to any others, but there was one we did about 10 episodes ago, which was with Ian's old housemate, who was a dominatrix. Oh no, I missed that. Because Emma... Marshy, yeah. Marshy, yeah, she shared it on Facebook today. How weird oh, is that? Right. All right, because she's working her way through it. She's probably working her way through <laughs> it. <It's> terrible <laughs> quality of shit. Yeah. But you know, when, when you were over, and we did the one with Dan, the last one we did... And like I was like, oh, Jamie's coming over doing the podcast. Remember you were on it, and she was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I know. And then I met her, and I went, all right. And she goes, yeah. Ian said that we uh, we've met before. We did a podcast. I was like, she completely. <laughs> how did you wipe that from your memory? I know. It was like two and a half hours in a room. To maybe, maybe she just exists on a sort of top ten memory thing, and like you just didn't make it in. <laughs> Which Something I suppose else happened, it, and it just pushed it. I suppose <laughs> if you're a dominatrix, that could easily happen, couldn't it? Uh, what's freaking me out is that your mic, Andy, is... Right. Hang on, keep on talking. I'm, Talk- I'm, I'm going to keep talking now, so I won't be saying anything of any interest, but there you go. It's, uh, oh, no, it seems fine. I'll leave it. It just... Forget it. This is okay. it. This is the podcast. It's me fiddling around with <laughs> and complaining about the acoustic. <laughs> All you techies out there, you're gonna love this. Yeah. So you know what I want to say, Andy. You were on our. You were on the the comedy course that we did. That's right. Together. Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly working through the course, <laughs> getting people on. Um, and listening back to the last podcast, we didn't say anything complimentary about Logan mm. and I feel bad because I want to I want to basically say that he was he's a fucking great teacher oh completely I absolutely agree and, yeah. a, and a really and a really great bloke and so I just want to say that he it, it, at the start of this podcast he's really great and the course was really great yeah you'd recommend it to anyone wouldn't you really if yeah it's interesting doing it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, to me it was more of the environment he created it felt like, you know, you felt like you could yeah. do stuff and he was the right amount of help and the right yeah. amount. And the course built naturally, so you were actually yeah. writing stuff even though you didn't feel like you were. Yeah. And it's like, now do some stand-up. It's like, well, you've already got like three minutes of it. You just didn't realise. Yep. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So we, we've, we've all three of us have seen each other really recently. We saw each other on... Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah. Wednesday. Mm. Where I ate another bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. I, came, I got on stage <laughs> and I said that joke. And I've never got so- pure silence before. And it was a- actual 100% silence. Was it? I don't... No, it, no, it wasn't. I've listened it back wasn't. to it. I've got it on my phone. So I listened yeah. back to it. And one person's laughing and it's Ian. <laughs> and it's, it's... I'm a good bringer. It's te- Yeah, it's terrible. And I managed to drag it back, but it took about two minutes to drag it back. Mm-hmm. 
No, yeah, you no, did. you did, but by the end of it, you really had people Yeah, you were, do, you were really going, going yeah. well, yeah. And I think you were just thrown by that joke not landing, which I still think is a good joke, but you need to change it a wee bit. When things don't go well, you've got a backup to say something. Oh, that's a bad joke, or oh, fucking, you mm. know, some kind of... And I had no backup because I was like, he's a winner. <laughs> I'll just wait. I'll just write the laugh. Yeah. I, I've envisaged all possible outcomes here and not one of them doesn't have everyone rolling about laughing. And I, I went home and I told my wife, I said, that joke didn't work at all. And she just went, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one, this one, my wife's not, I'm not bringing my wife to a, to a gig. Yeah. See, I'll, that's all I'll get. I'll just be explaining it. Because they're yeah. sick of your shit anyway. Yeah. You know, like, they know all yeah. your stuff. They're, yeah. sick, they're kind of sick of you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because I, and I said to her, what, did you think it was a bad joke? And she went, well, I didn't get it. <laughs> and I was like, you should have said to me. You should have said to me. <laughs> just for the sake of full disclosure, I suppose, yeah. the joke is everyone I've met says I'm obsessed with statistics. What are the odds of that? <laughs> right? right? I think it's good, but it yeah. me more or something like, on my way here this evening, I bumped into four separate bookies or something. What yeah. are the odds of yeah. that? That's better. Th- yeah. Let's workshop this joke. <laughs> You've been listening. To- <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, what about... Um- so if you completed Logan Murray's course, <laughs> have I got the advanced learner course for you? <laughs> Every- I was going to say, everyone I meet says I'm obsessed with gambling. What are the odds of that? Yes, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Gambling so can, and odds makes oh, it more statistics. Yeah, that, that the, 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 yeah, statistics. Because yeah. uh, yeah. we know what you mean, but yeah. it's not the immediate. Mm. Yeah. Join of the uh, thing. I, maybe if you say statistics, you need to say something about sin and cause. Mm. So you might lose me. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be working that one out and then getting it on the train home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was good. No, <laughs> it was uh, no. It was a thing. Is I've that, I've had two shit gigs back to back and. I wouldn't have said that was shit. Though, no, would you? that was good. No, you really warmed into it. I think yeah. once you got over the shock of not getting <laughs> yeah, that laugh, you, you did freak out a little yeah. bit. Well, because because there was this, it was silence, and then I had to move. And the then mics. you're like, oh, my son's penis. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to move the mic across the the the. the and I could just. Yeah, were you saying when you were going to move that mic across in your head? That was like while the laughter goes. Yeah, I'm just yeah, the mic hold on. The only thing is with that. That was lesson one at Logan's moving the mic. Yeah. To the left hand side yeah, of the yeah, stage. Yeah, so you yeah. should have had that right, one. You're down. Right. You're right. <laughs> I find that well, harder than you think because you go up and often yeah. it's like tied round something yeah. or you got to do it. Little and, commentary yeah. I think goes down there. You know, just for the just for the people who are bored. Really? What? You know, so, what commentary? Unwinding the. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, what you want to do? I know. I know what you need to do is if I, when I did that joke, I should have said, "Fucking hell, that was a bad joke, wasn't it?" And then go, "Oh God, the atmosphere's bad now, isn't it?" What did you think of it? But instead of doing that, I just went blank. And there was just this ten, like ten seconds of just may as well have been crickets and and, and, and someone slowly. Dry swallowing. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Because also the night before you'd put, or oh, a couple of nights before you'd put on our on our group uh, WhatsApp thing, the um, uh, Steve Martin's opening. Yes, yeah, so thing, good. Which yeah. was um, so. Who here's never raised their hand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve Martin, listen. To this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that! I got a joke about stats. When I read his book, the biggest gig he ever did, he opened with a line, tonight is going to be the best performance of my life. And then he looks at his watch and he goes, no, sorry, that's tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's something only Steve Martin can deliver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, apart from the people who are already comedians like Gail and Will, mm-hmm. me, Ian and you are the only people, I think, in the course who are 
openly gigging a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's not putting anybody else down. Most other people have got other string to that. Well, so do you. You're an actor. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not taking up chunks of my time, but that's what <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. 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 And so why, how come if you're, we'll talk about your acting in a bit, but how, if you're such a good actor... <laughs> oh okay <laughs> it immediately sounds like a cast isn't it <laughs> you're so fucking good. what are you doing here <laughs> uh, right sorry let me rephrase that <laughs> you don't get this on Graham Norton <laughs> If you're, if you're, if you, if, right, okay, most, like, I'm doing it because I work in an office, right, uh, and Ian works in office stuff, but you were like, you're not someone who's ever been a fucking office cog or anything like that. No, but I have had, I, I did have a business for 20 years, I did have a coffee shop in London oh, for did, 20 years, correct, yeah. You did, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was doing other things, and I think the answer to that is, um, probably a a shit actor that I do need to oh I, d- I doubt that no I doubt but that. I mean what, as, I a, a, as a as a, what, how tall are you 6'3 six, six, yeah just under 6'3 yeah. as a man who's 6'3 and recently been cast twice as a Cuban how bad of an actor can you be <laughs> <laughs> it's the height in Cuban yeah. That yeah I think Cubans are short and are also really? don't look yeah. like from they're from the East End I think. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll buy yeah. yeah that's true yeah no I mean I think it's just it's just not an easy world if you haven't really cracked it a major name but one of the reasons was is that you get so many comedians now being used in act in that in you know TV. Yeah, you do. And all right, so I thought, you well, do. let's try that avenue as oh. well as as well as the others that I've always you're really, enjoyed. You're it. Really going for the gigging. I think you've gigged more than anyone else, apart from maybe Will or Gale, who are yeah. Well, they're always they're, yeah, they're, they yeah, hit the ground yeah, running, didn't they? Yeah. I, I'm, I think because I know there's no other way. I think uh, you you met Janet who's, who did the ten yeah. minutes the other night. The other night, it was fucking, excellent, yeah. great. Really and you great. just learn from that. And Russ, who's her partner, and they do the, you know they write it together. And because he's he's my oldest friend, so I've learned from that. There's no other way. It's it, you keep Graft. saying about the reps. Yeah, it's reps. That's it. Yeah, that's it. reps in the comedy yeah. gym. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> there just comes a point where you just there's nothing. It gets to the point there's nothing that's going to throw you. You know, yeah. I've seen her from the start and how she's progressed. And what, that, was she like, what was she like at the beginning? Because when she came on, she was fucking brilliant. Well, I think just like everyone, she just, it was, it was so new to her. She'd never even been on stage. Yeah. Did ever. you see her first gig? I saw her about four or five in. Okay. And she was on a she was on a um, a night with Bob Mills. Oh yes, I know. And she he rushed <laughs> managed- to do that. It's like how Emma yeah. got on that bloody gig with Jeff yeah. Innocent. Yeah, it's like like about a week off the course. It, oh, it, Jeff Innocent's playing in Barnet next week, and I'm going to see him. Oh, brilliant! In yeah. a in a right yeah. old dive pub in Barnet. Right. I mean, he'll be all right, but I don't know if. Yeah. Well, uh, Russ went to see him on last Sunday uh, up the creek with about forty people there. And he oh. said it was. He said it wasn't. You know, but he came on and just smashed it. You know. What I like about Jeff Innocent is he's like I'm. A, he started at forty, by the way. Yeah. I started at forty, so yeah. that's good. Um, <laughs> he, and he's forty-one now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he is just like I'm a stand-up comedian, and that's what I do. He's yeah. never been like oh, I'm. I'm also a poet and a writer and, yeah, a, yeah. and a song. He, mm. He's like I'm doing stand-up comedy, and he just. Did it, yeah. did it, and did it, and did it. Now he's he's fucking yeah. great. Absolutely, no. I think, and I've seen him, and he just, oh, he just had the room from like for mm. thirty seconds in, and that was it. Didn't let go. You know, it's just, and the place was in uproar. Yeah, I Brilliant. saw him, I saw him in a place by yeah. Leicester Square yeah. the whole time. Every you know, everyone's rocking and laughing, and he yeah. hits the next joke, and you just start yeah. the wave again. But that he guy, that uh, guy we saw, 
black comedian called Inel Tomlinson. Right, yeah. Did you, did you remember him? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was on that night. He was so yeah. good, the, you know, with the iPhone jokes yeah. and all that. Because yeah. what he did, what I noticed is he came on, everyone was a bit frosty. And normally what you do, well, what I would do is I'd just plow on with my mm, shit. Yeah. Get mediocre laughs. He came on and he just wouldn't let it lie no. until the crowd responded. He was just on the crowd the whole mm. time. Energy, isn't it? He yeah. brings mm. he brings that energy to the room, and then it's and then because he knows enough about what he's doing, everyone just picks up on it. And yeah. yeah, and he uh, doesn't let it go. And, and, and very professional. Yeah, yeah. Right? he was. But yeah. I think because he was like the headliner there, the the man with the skills, he got as much time as he wanted. So he's got the time to dick about. If someone yeah. says you're getting five minutes. It's hard to spend three minutes dicking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, then oh, yeah. you're like, oh yeah. no, I haven't done my ham routine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Wait, like, you, you people need to hear the borderline <laughs> racist stuff, right? I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was, he was good. This is what I've said about coming onto stage and being a, being a fucking predator. I was watching the Stuart Lee uh, sketch show that he had. You know the sketch yeah. slash stand up, yeah. yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave yeah. Allen style show, yeah. and um, he was doing a bit where he tells a joke. And he said, that's the only time I've done it where it hasn't got an applause. And he goes, and it's just my luck that I get you, sh- <laughs> you bastards <laughs> when I'm doing a recording. <laughs> and he goes, the reason why I've got a bottle in my hand is because normally I drink the bottle whilst the last is <laughs> And then they all start clapping. And then he's like, no, we play the room we get. <laughs> he goes, don't pander to me. Because he then starts going, it's audiences like you that effectively killed Robin Williams. <laughs> So good. And he's going, you put the noose around his neck. He goes, Lenny Bruce. Uh, and he's talking about, and he goes, I sit there at the back and I walk to the stage. There are a sea of ghosts because of people like you. And he, he does the classic oh. thing. He does it almost every special he does, which is where he drops the mic and he just shouts at the audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh Very no, funny. he's just, that's that's the one you aspire to, doesn't it? Really? I, for me, I just oh, yeah. think he's, oh. he's the He's the possibly the very best Oh, uh, British right comedian, there. I think yeah. is. is him or McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> McIntyre's credit to where well, I think he gets a, too much shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, because he's successful, it's like he's fucking terrible. Yeah. He's not. No, he's really He's really on it. Being terrible, yeah. no way, no yeah. way. His skill is say things that everyone knows, but mm. just put them in a funnier way than yeah. than and so and that's his skill mm. to go. Oh, you know this thing we already we all know. Here's the funniest take of it, and then you're like, oh yeah. Did going back to that uh, to uh, Enel the other night? You saying about that sort of getting hold of room, but that energy, I'd have to put that on. I could. I haven't naturally got that. It would but be. Me, we're assuming, but doing? we're assuming he's got that energy. Maybe he's putting yeah. it on. If you're an actor, it's like right, showtime, do yeah. it. Mm. I don't have that at the moment. Before I get on stage, I just feel a bit sick and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get on stage like the worst version of myself, which is <laughs> like I don't want to do this. I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> but but like, we were, we were talking about that earlier on, weren't we? So about being an being an actor. And I know Dan talked about it, and then okay, yeah, showtime, and you you have that sort of thing I don't know I don't think it's showtime I don't you know got jazz hat or anything like that <laughs> yeah. oh you should come on and yeah. do like it's yeah. showtime with Andy <laughs> Albany start clicking while I, yeah. but it's um, what it does I think for the actors amongst us who did Logan's course it buys you 30 gigs that's what yeah, ter- yeah, not in, you said yeah, yeah yeah, and not in terms of like material or anything that's just as you know bad as everyone else is. but it's that sort of um the nerves will be there, but we know 
how where how where to keep them and to use them. Yeah. And I think and then in thirty twenty to thirty, I think people catch up and we're all on the same. You know, it's a level playing field sort of thing. I need to do what you said about turning. Uh, and I've I've heard a guy called Simon Sinek, who's a motivational speaker, talk about this: <clears throat> is turn nerves into excitement. But it's exactly what I do. I've never heard that, but it's exactly what I do. I, instead of getting nervous during the day, I get excited. I yeah. actually, I think, I think about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and I, and I actually feel excitement. I just turn it around. That's wicked. It, he was saying it in terms of the Olympics, or when they interview uh, athletes who've won a gold medal or whatever, and they say, "Oh, were you nervous beforehand?" Mm. And the athletes always say, "No, I was excited. Mm. Just wanted to get out there. I was excited." Yeah. Mm. It's so easy to think to yourself, "Oh, I'm nervous." But often, part of nerves is just anticipation because yeah. you want to you want to get going, and it yeah. is actually part excitement. Yeah. It's like I've got a I've got a coach, right? I've got mm. like a life coach right. type guy. Ian loves. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I think it's sensible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going. It's a Tony Robbins coach from the Tony Robbins organization, and I'm going to see Tony Robbins in April. You know the big yeah, yeah, yeah. in the big room where he's yeah. like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, live your greatest life. It's not yeah. Tony Robinson, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Big time team thing going yeah. on. So that's, oh, fucking Tony Robinson. I've gone from loving him to kind of really disliking him, and I don't know why. <laughs> T- Tony Robinson. Or Tony, Tony Robinson. He turned into a kind of cantankerous old man. Yes, he feels like a crotchety man. I don't yeah. think he'd yeah. be the sort of guy who wouldn't be friendly to you. And I, I think it, it gives off that vibe, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, you know, little breaking bit. up the past. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it be, Tony. Go, <laughs> <laughs> they're Romans. Yeah. Um, I watched Charlie Brooker's screen wipe. And oh, he was right, talking yeah. about it, and he was saying, and I've never noticed this, but Time Team. He said they give themselves an arbitrary made-up deadline <laughs> to make it more exciting. Yeah. So he yeah. goes, "We have to do this by lunchtime on Sunday, or <laughs> yeah. else it'll never be found." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why? What are you doing? It's an archaeological site. <laughs> Just leave it. <laughs> it's been there for thousands of years. It's not like they're going to make it into a car park once you go. And so now I can't watch Time Team because I'm always like, what's this bizarre fake rush you got? Um, Do you know how old Stonehenge is? I just found this out this week. Hang on, let me have a guess. Let me have a guess. Because I got it wrong, my mails. All right. No, this is this is, this is is a good one. So oh, I, This is podcast gold. <laughs> this is, right. okay, yeah. We hit it. Yeah. We hit it. Uh, I was about to say it's fucking old. It's <laughs> all <laughs> covers it. So the reason I bring this up so you can both think about it is you give a date, right? Now, because my boss is Canadian. Okay, and, pre, pre-Christ. And, she, and she's doing citizenship in the UK thing. Right. And you've got to learn a bunch of stuff. So she's oh. busy saying, I now know the ingredients that are in haggis, right? Partly that's one of the things you got to learn. Um, anyway, so one of them was how old Stonehenge is, and I got it wrong by miles. All right, I reckon it's 4,000 BC. I'm going 326 BC. So I went 2,000 BC, and the answer is 6,000 BC. That's, no. That is old. That's okay, old. So really? I, will I get thrown or out? Or she failed her... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, or she failed her test and she's not going to become a, a British citizen. Wait, so see, I said, what did I say? Four thousand. So you're not- closest. You, you, on, yeah, if it was a Price is Right, you're you're winning and going on the showcase. But you know what I found about Stonehenge is really disappointing, is that many times over the years they've taken it all apart. And then put it back together again. Really? Yeah. Really? To secure it and maintenance and oh, all okay. of that. Oh. When you go in there and go, wow, these were laid by it's fucking, I don't know, aliens or whatever they reckon. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, no, these, these were laid by a JCB <laughs> in 1974 when they re-glued them. It's like, 
shit. <laughs> Isn't there like a motorway that goes underneath it now or something? There's an A road which goes past it. That's right, yeah. There's a little chef, the Heston Blumenthal one. Oh, is it? Oh, is it yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a Blumenthal yeah. little chef. And then, yeah. and then <laughs> on the other side is Stonehenge. Yeah, they've talked about uh, an underpass because it's always stuck in traffic past there. Uh, oh, you the pass people it, yeah. rubberneck. Yeah. yeah. Of course, everyone yeah. just slows down going, yeah. Ooh. It's very un- unspectacular from the road. Because you, you can't walk around it anymore, can you? No, but no. You, you could. Yeah, yeah. you could. Yeah, I used to, yeah. I'm not, I'm not that old. Drive to JCB, you know. You're the old, yeah. you're like just a maidstone head <laughs> right. in the 70s. <laughs> So before we started, you dropped an amazing bit of information about yourself that you were in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I was. I was in The Last Crusade. Oh, that's, that's even better. Yeah. That's my favourite. But it was, um, I say in, I was an extra. It was before I went to drama school and I was doing some extra work. I was a Nazi soldier. Do you remember the bits where um, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery are in the, they're setting fire to the place and they're tied back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm one of the soldiers in it and I sort of remembered it. It was on. So uh, if I watch that scene, I could see you. You'll see me and you'll know it's me because there's this uh, willowy. You're super tall. Yeah, I'm super tall. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, this willowy Nazi standing guard in the room. I watched it a while because I've never seen it. So I watched it back and I nod off. <laughs> Honestly, I nod off because there were always early starts. You always have to get up early starts if you get on set. And I was standing there and I said, My head goes like that. It, is like, <laughs> I don't know, it must have been the afternoon because you're always fed well on these things. I probably had too much to eat. Yeah. Might yeah. have had to even grabbed a beer or something. And I'm, I'm nodding off. And you think Spielberg's directing. You got Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. They're tied to chairs. Yeah, and I'm nodding. I'm just nodding, <laughs> and, you, and you actually see me go like that as well. I sort of like sway, and they kept it in. Oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the bit in Star Wars where episode there's a tired four. Nazi. No, no, there's a no, there's a space Nazi, otherwise known as uh, a stormtrooper, and he. It, there's a bit where these blast doors open and a load of stormtroopers run in, and one of the extras, he's obviously a bit taller than everyone else, just whacks his head proper on on it, like like it's clearly a fuck up, and they've just kept it in, and it's a really famous scene now, where he just runs and he's like, Bum! and you're like, why did you keep that in? So um, yeah, that's Spielberg. It's very sloppy, isn't he? Yeah, he's sloppy. This <laughs> lets it go. Look, oh, he's, yeah. I don't know anything about Star Wars, but it's not Spielberg. No, he's, he's involved in it somehow, yeah. Look, I'll Google it. Oh, look, here we go. I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll cut out the, the waiting time. Yeah, because so. Lu- Lucas... Well, did, yeah, it's George Lucas. Yeah, it's George Lucas. It's George Lucas. George Lucas wrote it, and he may have directed produced it. it. Definitely produced it. Spielberg's definitely involved in it somehow. I don't know. No. We'll look it up. <laughs> we'll look it up later. I'm taking that as a win. <laughs> no, no, he definitely is involved in it. Luke, he's something to do with Lucasfilm because it's light and magic as well. Whatever they're, they're industrial light and magic. Industrial light and magic. Oh yeah, it's all. Um, they're all in bed with each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're friends. I <clears throat> you know what. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was too earnest. Uh, yeah. Good. Good stuff. So, what have you been in any other things that we would know about? Oh. Not nothing as big as that as an actor. Yeah. I was. I did. I hate that question because it makes it sound like you're not a real actor. Like yeah. if you weren't in some Expendables or something. Then oh no, ab- absolutely no. I'm. I'm very sort of. Um... <laughs> what a bizarre thing. If you weren't in Expendables, obviously not you moderately dr- successful action film for 15 years ago. Then you're nothing. <laughs> obviously, you dream of the Expendables. But, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. So no, uh, I was just trying to think of a really shit big Hollywood film. 
No, I don't, I've, ne- I've mainly been TV for uh, for me. It belittles what you what, who you are as an artist. So sorry, but no, but, but let's. <laughs> but no, anyway. it's the, it was the usual stuff. Like every other actor ever did, you know, did the bill. Start. I think the first thing I did was London's Burning. Oh yeah, and all, all those sort of things. And I did, you know, I've done I've done a few episodes of. Uh, different series of casualties but just as a jobbing act coming in as a character Holby City all all those sort of things Doctors I like Doctors I know I haven't done Doctors I haven't done Doctors and EastEnders you never got EastEnders no I I did workshops for EastEnders and, and all the rest of it but no no, they've done not EastEnder enough, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fit the bill too much. Yeah, you might you might doubt that listening to this, that the, you know, listening hearing the accent, but no. Old Pat, she's proper posh, isn't she? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. what her real name is. No. Palm St. Clement. Palm St. Clement. Palm St. Clement. Yeah, so she's very posh. Yes. And I was always disappointed that uh, Del Boy and Rodney both weren't Cockneys. No, that's right. I think um, isn't he from Brighton? Uh, Rod Rodders. Uh, maybe. He's just yeah. whatever. He's posh, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's really posh. And yeah. David Jason is super actory, lovey and stuff when you hear oh, him yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, he no. is. You've all been so awfully kind. But um, he's... He, that programme, right, I know it gets lampooned, but he... It, right, John Sullivan, for size, amazing writer. Oh, yeah. And just the way they both bounce off each other and how good David Jason was at playing that role. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in Porridge as well. Um, no, he's not in Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Porridge. Was he? David Jason was in Porridge. He played the uh, really old lag. Even He was quite oh, young. Correct. Yeah, and he correct, played... Yeah. Correct, he, and he aged right up to play this uh, old... Yeah, yeah. correct, yeah. correct. So yeah. that wasn't what you were thinking of. No, though, I was, was thinking it? of how Ronnie Barker's also posh, but he, in yeah. Porridge, yeah. plays yeah. someone yeah. who's... Oh, like, yeah, he was a brilient character actor, though, wasn't he? That's yeah, the, he's really that's the thing. Oh, you talking about the, the actor, the, the sort of actor voice, I went to a sort of a, a really old established drama school. What's it called? R- RP, is it? RP, Received Pronunciation. Yeah. And I, But I didn't go to... I was 30... And I was, I'm from North East London and, you know, I, my accent then was much worse than it is now. This is the edge. Really? Because I off. think you've got quite an accent. Oh, it is. But I've let it, I've sort of let it go because that's who I am. But I, I was, I was sent for special, special uh, voice tuition because they couldn't, they, I, it was, mine was so established because I was older, I was 30. Yeah. I was the oldest one there. Yeah. So I had to go off on a special sort of bus to uh, <laughs> to Parsons Green, the Cockney bus, <laughs> yeah, the Cockney bus, <laughs> the Pearly Queen. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, yeah, and I was sent off to that and singing your Cockney songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll out, <laughs> we'll knock it out of him. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, well, you tell me that thing about how you were doing that role as a uh, very famous play. Sound of Music, Oh, Sound of Music, yeah. I was playing Baron Von Trapp. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And my mate said, is that Cockney rhyming slang? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, there was one, uh, there's a line in it, something I I, was meant to say, I always look on those mountains as my friends. And it came as, I always look on those mountains. (laughs) And I heard all the the nuns were giggling. I could hear them behind me giggling. So, yeah. yeah, It's fucking slang. It creeps out. (laughs) Yeah. So you 
went to so you went to a, a drama school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mum went to a drama school actually. Oh right, which well, one? I can't tell you. Oh, I can't tell you which one. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, w- uh, For women's, women's of confidentiality. Name. It's a woman's name. <laughs> it's a really famous one. Very, very famous. Sylvia Young. Yes. Oh right, like Sylvia Young. Probably teaches. yeah. Yeah, Jane teaches at Sylvia Young. Oh okay, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. pretty. I'm pretty damn sure it's Sylvia. Where is Sylvia Young? That is it. Sort of Chiswick Way. Some. I'm well, pretty no sure idea. it's Chiswick. Oh no, she went to one which was London. But yeah, so she mm. went to this uh, drama school and she did a lot of acting. I think we talked about this last time, didn't we? No, 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 it's good. There'll be people out there wanting to know because we've, we, we've, we've asked. The worst thing about doing podcasts is you realise that there's only a finite amount of stuff to you. <laughs> <laughs> so you end up selling the same... It's like when you're with your... As we say, with your, with your yeah. wife or whatever. Like, I don't know about you, but my wife has told me this, probably the same three or four stories about eight times. It, I think we all do it, don't <laughs> yeah. we? We all do it and they just get... It's like if, if you're with friends and you'll tell a story and they think, oh, I've got to sit through this again. See, <laughs> I, I think it's fine if someone new is hearing it, you can put up mm. here and it, but when someone's telling you a story they've already told you and it, I, I, don't, I don't have the patience. The worst is when, you, mm. when, when you're fairly sober, someone else is pissed yeah. and they tell you the same story twice in the space of like an hour <laughs> and, you're like, oh, yeah. and you're like, do I point out the fact that you've told me this before or do I just go oh really yeah. oh I always do do you yeah, I yeah. can imagine I'm not, I'm not yeah. that does, that's not a surprise but that's a good thing by the way did I tell you I was in the last crusade yeah my mum's an actress <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I used to be in bands <laughs> oh, there you go yeah uh, so what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about oh being a frustrated learner oh, we kind of talked about that haven't we yeah, yeah, but I don't think, you know, formally on it. So let's, yeah. yeah we so like, th- explain the, the theory, which I, uh, despite mocking your life coaching earlier on, you said comes from the life coaching. Yeah, so. well, because I, I had a life coaching session where I said to him, I'm at the point where I want to, right, Will made a really good comment. He said, if you don't want to give up comedy at least once a month, mm. you're not working hard enough for comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, at the moment, I, said, I, was like, I was saying to my wife last night, I really want to give it up. I, it's just so much easier not to do it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I and at the moment, it's just a constant stress. And I am so tired of pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah, so I spoke to my life coach about it. He said, well, you go through several stages. And he said, the first stage is enthusiastic beginner, I think it is, where you start and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, mm-hmm. And then you go to the second stage, which is, what was it called? Frustrated learner. This is the, that's the point where you suddenly realize your limitations. You, you basically go, I'm shit. I know I'm shit. I know what I want to do, but I don't have the skill to get there. Yeah. Then you become uh, something like practitioner, where you understand what you've got to do. Like when it got with guitar, obviously I went through a period of about a, a, two years of not really being able to p- play properly. Mm. And then for the next 10, 12 years, I was like, I just know I've got to practice every day. And then you get to the point of mastery where you're good at it. And I am with comedy right at the beginning of Frustrated Learner. I think that's where we are, isn't yeah. it? I think that's, yeah. that's it. It becomes and, a slog. Yeah. I think I've heard um, Eddie Izzard say, it's, it's like driving a car. He said, you know, at first when you're all sort of thinking yeah, that yeah. goes in, then, some, then you get to the point where you don't think about it. Mm. It's all just there. I mean, that's right on from where we are, but there's any given situation, you know you've, you've got the skills, the technique to get out of it where you are. You know, and he, I think he was talking specifically about when it's in a, a room that's not going your way. But I think it applies. I played guitar as well, so I know what you're saying. It's a good analogy. But I think it counts for anything. I think it's the same for acting, anything like that where 
you just go through that where it, everything just feels a little bit mechanical. Yeah, and it's then so it, mechanical. And then it doesn't, yeah. I would imagine. Mm. You just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I think that's what's keep me going. Because I've feel, I felt like that, saying, oh, this is just hard work. Yeah. It's just hard work. You're at a stage of your life where you're probably pretty damn good at acting. Yeah, it depends. You've done it enough. I know to, what to do. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're at a point where you're you're yeah. definitely a competent actor yeah. and you don't have that imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, but whilst we're here, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Whereas I am not, at the moment, I am, I am not a competent comedian and I almost feel apologetic. I come on stage and I'm like, here's some canned jokes, guys. And then when, like, you kind of get through it, don't you? Just get through the set and then get off. And um, I just think, I, I read a, a tweet, of this guy that I follow, who says a lot of good stuff. And he said, pretty much most of life, the people who are successful are the ones who just stuck it out longest. Yeah, yeah. Mm. just turn, it's the thing, of, well, just, just turn don't up. turn up. Yeah, yeah just 90% up. of yeah. success is showing off. Yeah. Yeah, it fucking is. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. And I, it, it, it's no surprise. I suppose I'm, I'm older and I've done that sort of thing. And I know that's what it's about. So when I've seen my friend do it i think well it makes total sense because i've seen her from being mm. where we were well you've certainly been on stage so you know what it feels like it, i know it was in because you were in a band weren't yeah you? i was in band yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're in a band. all right okay but she she'd never even been on stage so she's really started like a lot of people from 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 that point and i've seen her really progress i mean and she's so good now oh she's so good that opening yeah. line when she comes on yeah. and she goes i know what you're thinking yeah. the cleaners come on stage yeah exactly yeah and she's got some she's got some real killer stuff in there which always works yeah where she said yeah she, i love going to magaluf or spain or whatever with my mate yeah we'll go there all the guys undressing us with their eyes they quickly dress us again <laughs> yeah she's you got, know what i don't yeah. know why it got a laugh but i know it did and i think it would every time when she was like my mate Mental Bev. Bev. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. something intrinsically yeah. funny about the phrase mental Bev. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, it, it, it sometimes... Actually, you can see mental you Bev. Can, it's it's pictures. immediately picture so mental it's, Bev. It's pictures. A lot, of, a lot yeah. of what you do, I think, is painting a picture. And the stronger the picture, yeah. the more people buy into it. Mm. You know, That's very think, true. And, yeah. and there's certain words which are just funny. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there's an Irish comedian. He was talking about how his room was cold. Did we talk about this before? I don't think so. This Irish comedian's talking about how the room he grew up in when he was young was so cold, his mum used to set the trifle in there, right? <laughs> and and the thing is, that's a fu- all of that is only funny. It, like if she if he said, cause, and she used to put the milk in there, not that funny. No. But the idea of a wobbly trifle, <laughs> and, and, and like it's, a trifle in a bowl with a cherry. It shouldn't a, be funny, really, should yeah. it? But it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Why? And exactly, yeah. And it's I've got pictures. To, yeah. yeah. Talking about being a, a comedy wanker, I've got to that point where. I'm now breaking stuff down, going, why is that funny? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I don't. I need to know why that mm-hmm. is funny. And trifle is just yeah. a much funnier image than a bottle of milk. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, absolutely. I think um, Tony said it as well, and it's always, always worked on me. So I find turd a funny... <laughs> there you go. It's the way you said it. As if you were going to say something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a really profound point. <laughs> yes, turd. Yeah, there's something intrinsically funny about... Yeah, about that. Well, on my set, the th- and I've listened, I heard on heard it on stage, and I thought, that's strange that that got a laugh. I listened back to it, and it really does get almost the biggest laugh, which isn't saying much. So I was talking about how much my dog shits, and I said, 
I'm going to start feeding him pound coins to see if more comes out the other end. And everyone laughed like yeah. It I, doesn't even make sense, but it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was like, that's not even really a joke. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a setup to the joke where I say he's like the, a one-man bandit of shitting, <laughs> right? And that, to me, was the funny joke. Yeah, yeah. 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 But people were amused by the mm. idea. It's like, mm. you know, how I accidentally got the laugh out off of the levels of bravery because I was yeah. setting up... Yeah. The joke no one liked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about fat ladies, yes. No, about the public's perceptions of fat ladies. Yes. Yeah. Well, you talk, yeah. we talked about this before. Yeah. But, yes. but anyway, but yeah, but the fact that they got a laugh when I just said me, and it was like, ah, and it was like, mm. what? That's not even mm. a joke. <laughs> yeah. <I> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> say it. Now laugh. <laughs> yeah. Know my set better. Yeah. <laughs> that joke I, I say about having a son and then you worry about his penis. I've now changed to his penis is my penis's representative out in the world. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That, yeah. And I think that's yeah. funnier. Yes, that, that, that my penis has a representative. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool, yeah. It's, it's, it's a funnier concept, yeah. But that's, that's what my, you know, my friend said, who writes Janet. Bucocracy. Yeah. I'll put some cricket noises. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. saying how those sort of he's found it along the way how you just tweak something just tweaks and it would just come to you and suddenly that's the key yeah. to the joke yeah that's what was missing all the time and he said that's the beauty of it what he, he really enjoys because he doesn't perform but he's obviously hearing it funny it's weird isn't yeah. it? it's, it's, it's it's almost like there is no rhyme or re- because also as you said your friend did a gig where she died on her ass yeah and and even the jokes that normally kill got nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Sometimes, But I heard Dave Chappelle talk about this and he said, comedians worry so much about what happens if no one laughs at my jokes. And he goes, I'll tell you what happens. Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I still get paid. Yeah. I still go home. Everything's fine. Except <laughs> yeah. so we don't get paid. No, yeah. We don't get paid yeah, at all. Um, I'd love to chuck a couple of quid in the bucket. Go on. Yeah. Cry. Brilliant. Yeah. Do you put money in buckets? I. Yeah, I do. Uh, Not a lot. But I do. Yeah, yeah, I put a couple of coins in. It yeah, sounds, sounds like a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I put money in the bucket for Healing Healing and she said, don't do that, you've performed. You, she's, you know, and, and I was like, oh, am I, break, I mean, is it a faux pas putting money in a bucket if you've performed? I don't think it is. It's, it's no, boring, no, boring. I think, yeah, it's more like, I'm, well, I'm, it's basically, right, thanks for giving me a place to do this. Yeah. If you weren't doing this, Absolutely. I'd be Where would I, my thumb yeah. up my arse. Correct, which is also enjoyable, but... <laughs> and you don't have to pay for it <laughs> yeah. yeah so fuck it in the end yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense um, so what I was going to say bucket is also a funny word a bucket yeah. Is, yeah. well they say yeah. they say uh, here's something interesting I d- again I don't know if I talked about this in the last podcast so sorry if I did about Spanx did oh I, yeah yeah. did I, I talk I about it so. no, no I don't no, think no. so right so the woman who made Spanks, you know they're like they're like yeah, legging, they're, they're leggings basically. Yeah, yeah but they hold, they hold they hold your gut in. Yeah. yeah, she's like a billionaire. But when she originally made them, she she was a stand up comedian, you see, oh. and she made this product and called them something like toeless Delilahs or something, something <laughs> ridiculous like that. <laughs> and then she'd been told that hard hard continents like bucket, yeah, K's and T's and things. Mm. It's funny. So she then changed the name of them to Spanx, yeah. which is a funny word. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And she said that when she did that, they just went mental. Because <laughs> they just went through the roof. 
Yeah. <laughs> there is that we thing. We couldn't isn't get there? enough stock in those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Got loads of Tolus Delilahs left, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's obviously what you're wearing. Oh, I'm wearing a Tolus Delilah. They're like, what? Well, what are you wearing? I'm wearing Spanx. Get your pair of Spanx. On. It's like. But it is, uh, I think that's the thing, don't they say? Like, uh, they say that. Uh, it's funnier, funnier on hard consonants. Yeah, for sure. It is, yeah, and I, I think people like Stuart Lee and that challenge them. I've heard this. I've, I forget. It was quite recently actually, but like words like wool aren't yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he tries to sort of use those things. Oh, that so, was yeah. the Jeff Innocent podcast. That's right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the rival podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, so I'm using another podcast material. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's right. It's all borrowing. It? It's, uh, it's the art world. It's an homage. Uh, homage, correct. A hat tip. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, right, what I was going to say was, going all the way back is, you went to a drama school. Mm-hmm. So did you go to, like, a normal comprehensive? Yes. I went to the second worst com- uh, <laughs> school in London. Really? Yeah, there was one in New Cross that would beat us every year in the, really? at the bottom of the table. We we were second bottom. Oh, nice. It was the worst, honestly. So it was the worst. I, mean, I think it was the second worst. You've just made that Well, one yeah, it was the worst. Yeah, yeah that's true. Okay, it was the second worst. But the worst in North London. Oh, okay. okay. Was everyone, Was everyone? because this genuinely happens, was everyone pissed off that that New Cross school kept on beating you? you it's that sort of thing that if, if you're going to be bad, be the baddest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, it's you know, worse. that's right. It's you know, well, there you go. It shows my uh, my level of uh, <laughs> education there. It's uh, but there's always loads of teachers like in tears outside their classrooms. Oh right, yeah. And um, you know those old film fights which just go on for <laughs> yeah a minute. There yeah, was like a, the quiet man. Absolutely, yeah. There was the quiet man. There's exact. There was a fight like that. In our school, with right. these two guys, they were like fifth years, but they were like massive. And it just went from the top of the school, down the stairs, <laughs> into the playground. And it was like, a, like the it. quiet man. Everyone was following them like the quiet yeah. man. That's the, that stuff used to go on. And there was a, our deputy head was fantastic. He was one of the, oh, just inspirational words, one of these people. But he was, he was like an East End when he used to talk like that. And me and uh, two of my mates were thrown out of French. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Oh, it? way, yeah. And um, and he came up. And he said, "Well, so are you you free again?" And we're all, you know, we're still good friends now. You know, we see each other all the time. But he was. Uh, he said, "Right up to my office." And he, said, he took us up to his office, and uh, he locked the door. And I'm well, oh, you imagine trying to do that. And he locked the door. He said, "Right, you, Wally, sit down." And he played us Derek and Clive. The, the, oh, yeah, yes. like, so we sat yes. in his office for half an hour and he played as Derek and Clive. He said, This is like 1977 when it just first, and we hadn't heard it. And we just thought, Oh, this is fantastic, you know. This is, but this is why they were the second worst school in London. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was his discipline. Yes, <laughs> right. Right. This yeah. is two men shouting cunts. <laughs> yes. Also, grooming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you did you have any of that grooming or anything? I'm not personally, <laughs> no. No, no, no. What, what I mean, well, the reason why I'm asking. Actually, why well, now you mention it? <laughs> have you ever been abused? Anyway, that's enough from the late night hour interview show, the comedy <laughs> podcast that invites people on and asks them to talk about the worst things in their life. I want to review counsellors. Well, I meant, sorry, let's rewind back. I meant, I meant, I can imagine grooming happening in more well-to-do schools uh, and in very rough comprehensives, I can imagine teachers not really getting away with it. No, it, you did. it wasn't teachers so much, but what it was, it was it was just around our, our um, 
youth team football coach from um, outside of school. Right. But everyone sort of knew he was. But it was the price you paid if you wanted to get rid of your kids for a bit. What, Do you know what I mean? Was he nuts? Oh, well, total nuts. <laughs> total nuts. It was only that my, it was only my dad and my, my dad was a nutter when I was, when I was growing up. He was like, he was like, you know, I'd come like home a and... superhero to you. Well, he, he, no, not in a suit. He was no, not like, in a good way. Not in a good way. He was, but he'd you be... You know, drunk Batman. <laughs> yeah, he was... Batman. He was, yeah, he was... But, you know, I'd come home and there'd be, he'd be hanging like a distant relative over the balcony. Oh, right. That sort of thing. And he was just, yeah, not in a good way, but he was a bit so... But you, and then when he left, luckily my brother took over the mat. He wasn't quite as nutty, but he was. People feared so. Yeah. They, people would go, oh, you know, his his big brother's Pat Morgan, like, and they'd be, oh, okay. And so I'd be left alone. But when oh, they went, right. I was on my own, sort of thing. So you would sort, but it, it was around. You just knew, you know, but people you recognise now, but you knew he was then. Yeah. But you think back now, think, oh, blimey, how I got a. How I got by without being <laughs> yeah. you know. touched or battered. Yeah. Also, where we lived, I don't mean so much groomed, really. Oh, that sounds a bit too yeah, like, thought about. Yeah, I think it's Groom yeah. is like a thing yeah. posh people do. Grooming is what posh yeah. people do. Yeah. Over the, grooming is what Michael Jackson does over the course of six months. Yeah. Yeah. You might have been paid. <laughs> I think that was about, you know. uh, but what is, what is really interesting is that despite my mum being an actress and my granddad also doing a lot of acting my and my dad also was into writing poetry and art it was very much into art um i came from quite a masculine environment mm. where my dad was just this big angry drunk yeah. um and my the rest of my family are all fucking football nutters right yeah like as in not hard as in just football mad and that's what you do as you bloke you watch football yeah. you drink you smoke you know, it's that, it's that, it was that kind of environment. And I was always the, I've, like, I'm, my dad's completely different size to me. I, I took really after my mum and my dad's like a big, big guy who boozed it up and yeah, same, hung around yeah. all, yeah, hung around yeah. all these dodgy pubs and knew everyone. And he was a builder and, he, you know, and, and I was always felt a bit of a pansy around them. I was always like, I'm not a proper man. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm into music and I've got my long hair and I'm mm. all skinny and you know, I, I don't know. It, yeah, you, I felt I felt a bit like that. I was in. Um, I took up guitar at fourteen, and I was in a sort of I was in a sort of new wave band at sort of eighteen, and we we did all that sort of thing. And I, I'd walk into did. I'd walk into school with a with a guitar case, you yeah. know, with every kid going past, going, bow, 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 <laughs> like, you know, just oh, it like, gives just, a tune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gives a tune, mate. That's Oi. right. And I, but, <laughs> Some of the kids in my school threw pennies at me because they'd be like, "Oh, Basca, give us a shot." Like, yeah, it was young kids as well. They were yeah. like, "Oh, hey, guy, give us a shot about chucking <laughs> coppers at you," and you're like, "Fuck off, you little shit." <laughs> I'm a creative. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your oh, I hope you have a short of the time. I think you'll find I I'm a creative. Oh, blimey. I think we are so unoriginal. We couldn't. That was always the worst. I think we had a, na- a, a different name each week. It was, I think it was like the Adventures or something like that uh, once. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like the Standards. It was really... Um, They're quite post-punky. Yeah, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was a bit... That was a, that was a stumbling block, the name. We never really... We, we, did, a few, we did a few gigs and it was all, you know... But we just didn't. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know how you progressed. It was just so. We were such. We were all from the same school. Yeah. And I, I say we're all mates now and all that. And we just didn't know how you went about 
going to the next stage. It was just alien, totally alien to us, you know. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? We just well, wanted to do it. If you listen to Russell Kane, uh, he, d- he does a podcast with um, James O'Brien. Oh, uh, the, is the he, LBC guy. Yeah, LBC yeah. guy, yeah. Okay. A little bit too opinionated for me, you might like him, James O'Brien. No, I don't I don't mm. like opinion. I, I can't listen to talk radio in any way. Mm. I don't want... I, oh, like, it's, it's... Yeah, here's I, I terrible people talking terrible people. Yeah, it's like, well, the thing is about this thing <laughs> is they should just fucking sort out, shouldn't they? <laughs> oh, well, did, did you have a solution that's all right? Yeah, we'll just do this. Well, here's a flaw in that argument. Ah, oh, fuck off. Right? <laughs> no, that's not... But that's the joy of it. You found oh, out... No, that was on. Ian, by the way, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really master of the cockney. Um, here's how cool a teenager was. I would listen to Radio 5 and enjoy, like, people arguing. And now I just can't do it. I can't listen to any sort of... Even if the pe- person is saying something I agree with, mm. shut up. The main point is, why are you doing this? Why do you think anyone cares about your fucking opinion about, I don't know, why... Stevenage produces the best apples. Nonsense, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> clearly he's chatting. I, 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 I like the way me and Andy looked yeah, at each other because yeah. we both had apple-based jokes. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but if you try to think of <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, what are people that comment on like internet comment sections, no one cares. Why are you doing this? Every day, because it rails me up, I read The Guardian. And oh, then you look at the comment sections in there and it's like, some of the things I'll agree with, but it's... Why? I can't. Why I can't even this? read the Guardian anymore. I can't even read. Can't do it. I, I and, enjoy. And I, the, I enjoy I'm, their token centrist people. Your Andrew Ronsleys, your Matthew <laughs> yeah, Duncan, yeah. John Harris. Right, I can read them. But other ones are like, oh, oh, just go and shut up, would you? I consider myself left wing. I just read the. It, and you know what it is? I think it's actually it's a bit bad. I've got because I've got older. And I'll look at their picture and immediately I'll have a whole narrative about them. I'll be like, this fucking public school, overprivileged, yeah, yeah. Um, like <clears throat> spoiled white, I don't know, woman, man, whatever, who who will then lecture me about equality and mm. race and opportunity. Mm. And I'm like, in ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. you, probably, you probably spent like a year working for free in journalism because your parents funded mm. I mean probably not they probably all <laughs> but, but it's, it's, it's what I'm saying it's my flaw I, I will project that story onto mm. them and I'll just think oh fuck you mm. lecturing me well, it does feel like they're lecturing I, yeah, I, no I feel like they're lecturing and I feel like it's like you're a white bloke sort out and it's like but you don't know my story you don't know my yeah. individual story mm. leave me alone well you know the- I'm a massive scumbag I'm- don't act like I'm the privileged <laughs> one in society I'm literally the lowest of the low <laughs> right I've got- it's true it's true so, uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna so bring- I, can, no, I, can okay, I bring it back to because I just want to say about it I went to the, just because you were talking about it mm. I went to the what was always in the league tables the second worst secondary school in Aberdeen oh. which is obviously not anything like as bad as yeah, second, I'm second, still impressed. There was two schools. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll find there's like 23 or something. Uh, uh, right? Okay, right. But I always remember every year the league tables would come out and the head teacher would have the same quote for the media, which is, it's been a real kick in the teeth for all those <laughs> teachers and students who have worked so hard and I don't feel this is a true representation of what we've really achieved. Yes, it is. <laughs> I used to this thing every year. Yeah. We are the second worst. We're not very good. You should have it on a tape player. Yeah, no, yeah. it's coming yeah, out. It's right, yeah. Wave it around to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Quick talking to their mic. 
yep. talking okay. again, talking again, talking again. Is that, is that yeah, all right? Yeah, that's all right, yeah. So it's a shame we've just hit <laughs> the gap and just have the funniest <laughs> about calling a bloke a cunt. But, um, <laughs> uh, but So that's lost forever in the ether. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Essentially, cust- customer service still. <laughs> it is a little bit, yeah. It's my sort of uh, version of customer service, yeah. Ah, very funny. So, um, what were you saying about your mate? I was just not know how using the word cunt <laughs> yeah. and how in it's just how it's used. If you if you hear it like he would be, um, he'd be oh you're a cunt for that, and it's like you 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 know yeah, you yeah. said something, but he's appreciated it and it's funny. I, I was doing a play in the theatre, and uh, he he ran the bar in there, and he's a real character, Xbox and all this sort of thing. And there was this uh, there was these three people who'd been talking all throughout the play we were doing oh, right. and they the thing was they were really they knew what they were doing they were really being a nuisance so everyone just said listen we're not going on unless those people go out and so sean who you know so he's, could, not, he's not in the play. he's not in the play he's he's in the bar he runs the but it's his bar right so he's he's had he's been given the job to tell them you know do, we'll, we'll give you your money back but you can't go and they won't go on in this year and uh um, and I was in there, and I was, uh, it was cabaret, you know, the, um, and so I'm wearing a swastika on my arm. <laughs> I've got a suit and a swastika on. I've come in, and we're a bit late coming, and I had to go into, to make an entrance. I had to go into the bar area to come in. And uh, they're still there, and Sean's telling them that they can't go back. And, they, and I've had a little bit to drink. There's three guys, and he's gone. And one of them, I've heard, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I've said something. I said, I said, what the fuck are you three still doing here? <laughs> and he's going, what was and all that? Anyway, and Sean's gone, look, you, you just have to go. And one of them called him a fat cunt. Uh. And I thought, right, I better hit him before Sean does. Just before you was about to go on. Yeah. And, um, and it's sort of, it all went off and all this sort of thing. And, it's, and it's, in the end, it's, um, it's all been separated. And I've had to go in about five minutes later after this uh, big melee sort of gone. And then uh, Sean always tells us about five minutes later, I'm going, life is the cow. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. It's that juxtaposition. Although someone's going to walk past and see some Nazi. Yeah, so he's like, 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 what's going off in there? <laughs> you know, it's, it's fucking Nazis. <laughs> yeah. But it is. But the, the point is, is that sort of thing of, of using the word cunt. Just when you hear it, like you're saying, like a full stop. You say, like, when it's used as a full stop. Yeah. You just hear it in the right, wrong place and the wrong tone, and you go, oh. Yeah. This is going to go. Dep- yeah, it depends how yeah. you say it. C- cunt can also be, like calling someone a mad cunt is very funny. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, yeah. I tend to think that cunt is used more in everyday conversation in Scotland, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's more of a friendly thing. It's like, oh, these cunts, you know what I mean? It's more of a thing. But I remember once me and my mate, uh, you know him as Poshkev? Reeds. No, Reedsor. Reedsor, yeah. yeah Reedsor. Okay, but yeah. I just feel weird calling him that because we're grown men now. Um, anyway, he's a big bodybuilder type. And we were, went in this pub and there was a guy who was already at the, the bar. And he went, you know, we kind of accidentally bumped into him or whatever. And he was like, uh, all right, all right, sorry. And he was like, and he was like, oh, Christ, you're a big cunt, aren't you? But he may say it in a nice way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was he not? So he's like, you're a big cunt. He's like, check out this cunt. He's a massive cunt. Look at this cunt. And he's just going to be like... Is he just using this as an acceptable way to call me a cunt? Am I supposed to get angry or is he actually being friendly? And it was all like, all right, sorry, man, don't bother you, big cunt. I, I, I think he is having a go at me. Man, that wise dodge. 
I know, no, you're all right. You're right. It just it wobbled about. <laughs> uh, sorry, just to completely heckle. <laughs> admin, admin response. Um, yeah, no, that reminds me of there was a bunch of Glaswegians uh, who must have been about them, probably about 25, and we were in this club. And I said to my mate, well, I was talking about, we were talking about women, and, and I said, I am, I'm done with women. I may as well turn gay, right? And one of these Glaswegian guys was really pissed. So he's just standing there, like right next to me, looking all like, you know, buzzy eyed and weird. And my mate went, looks like your, your gay career's off to a start. But he didn't hear that bit. Oh, right. he, so, but what I did was I turned to him and he's like looking at me and I didn't know, I didn't know what he was thinking. So I just said, um, I'm not gay. <laughs> and, and he went, what? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just saying. He's like, you calling me gay? And I was like, I was like, no, 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 I, no. I'm saying I'm not. I'm just. We were talking about like you know, and he and, and he's like fully angry Glaswegian. <laughs> and then his mate comes out and goes, what's going on? And he goes, he's calling me gay. And he goes, you calling him gay? <laughs> and then about four of them came over. Come on, don't half it. I want you to commit to the accent <laughs> because it's a thing of beauty. Go on, Mister. You calling him gay? <laughs> Uh, go on, Vista. Go on, get some fag. But anyway, he he was then go- so all of them were around going, "You calling him gay? You calling him gay?" And I was going, I was going, "Listen, to explain." <laughs> and then it just luckily, one of them went, "Nah, he's gay." And then he, and then they were all like, "Yeah, he's a fucking gay, are you gay?" And then they all started taking the dick out of us. And then we all got on, just taking. And I was like, "Yeah, you're gay." <laughs> Having a go at this guy. Like as a joke, but uh, it was it was really like oh yeah, it was on a knife edge of this is going to kick off, yeah. and it was just the guy broke the ice, and it was like oh phew, but um, yeah, there's something about Glaswegians which are oh yeah, it's scary. There's that sort yeah, yeah, and then, uh, look, there's some uh, they just must cu- you know cultivate a look up there, which is like oh, okay, this is this is dangerous now. But you see, about Glaswegians being angry, the way I think about it is that overly friendly intimidation bit where it's, yeah. where it's oh, like yeah. alright mate alright how you yeah, doing you're right. like good evening there alright yeah. okay I'm going to need your wallet now you give us your wallet yeah, you give us your wallet alright yeah. all right, you're a big yeah. English cunt aren't you alright I'll take that money alright you have a good time now you have a good time right okay don't come here again you have a good time that's exactly <laughs> it is it it's that over friend which is disconcerting isn't it whoa hold on oh here's yeah. a big man alright big man how you doing big man right you're giving, you're buying us a drink big man oh, big man's getting his hand in his pocket what a man this man is big man alright I'll see you around later big man uh, yes, that's that's basically it. Yeah, but I like I really like my my family came from a, a very rough area of Glasgow called Proven Mill, and um, it was where all the uh, big gangsters were. You know the Arthur Thompson and all that. And, oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the car yeah, getting blown yeah. up and all that. They were right in the thick of it. They all. Uh, in fact, my fam my family came down here because my granddad was fleeing from a debt of four hundred pounds, which which isn't much. I wouldn't put it out there. They might come. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, so all right, you're the son of the son of the big man. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. I've been doing something at school called compound interest, my friend. Do you know how much four hundred pounds is now? Because it's a fuckload. Uh, yeah. I like your middle class house where you live, laugh, love, shite. You've got a wee bit of cash to spend. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, yeah. So, um, and no one. It's been a fact. It's a big family secret that no one knows why and it was and I mean literally overnight they travelled in the night in the night they got up and they left and they came down and I was like hang on a minute I bet you my granddad had a debt with them 
because he wouldn't have he would not have legged it otherwise right yeah and yeah, my granddad was yeah. a big gambler on the horses and stuff he must have borrowed money thought he was going to win big on horses wasn't able to pay it back and was like I'm going to get a knife in my gut or we leave how much of us completely addicted to gambling do you have to be to be like I'll just borrow some money off these oh, yeah, gangsters yeah. what could go no, wrong that'll be fine <laughs> yeah but yeah but for, for you say that but for working class people <clears throat> but not when it's a sure thing because mm. if it's a sure thing you'd be not <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a guaranteed win mate. Yeah, but look, if you've got this kind of insider information why wouldn't you not like borrow money off of gangsters um, but but I, I would think that if you needed money back in the 50s in mm. Glasgow in a rough area mm. of Glasgow you don't go to a fucking bank you haven't even got a j- proper job you probably borrow off these people mm. loan sharks and all of that I've got I tell you what I know I'm middle class now because I'm having a dinner party tonight yeah, there you go that yeah. is the that's the sign well you really know you are was when you start the school run when you get to know other mums from school with the kids and oh, stuff yeah, like that, yeah, that's yeah. when you I, that's when I thought oh I've really tipped over now yeah the dad club you have yeah dad exactly club, yeah. yeah I've started getting into wine that's right. a big. That is <laughs> that is so not something you. you, you my, 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 my dad would never. My dad liked to like he. he it was a wine that he liked that he yeah. used to buy. Mm. I mean, it was fifteen percent. That's probably why he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he wasn't like you know. Oh, this is a Merlot from twenty seventeen and blah blah. Uh, I've grown up thinking wines just yeah. vinegary piss. Yeah, <laughs> and then you have this stuff and you're like, oh my god, this mm. is what uh, an eighty pound bottle of wine tastes right, like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really I've amazing. never gone down that road. The eighty pound bottle of wine. I don't think so. No, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I still don't know anything about wine, but yeah. I, if I go somewhere and someone knows about wine and they buy a good wine, mm. you're like... I went to this restaurant the other day and it, it was all like actual jazz music in the background. They had a guy with a clarinet. Actual jazz music. They had a live... It was so posh. Um, I was with some old workmates and we've got this thing called Dinner Club where we go and have a really... Once a quarter, we're going to have a really nice meal, somewhere expensive. And just the fact you phrased it as once a quarter. Once a, <laughs> once a, once a financial quarter. <laughs> He's still holding on to the working class. Oh, do you remember the Q3 meal we had at 17? That was a brilliant booze up. Yeah. Oh, no, it is the, it is the you know, when you go and pretend to be fully flush and everything's hunky-doing. Yeah. And um, we went to a steak restaurant and the first bottle of wine we had was a £90 bottle of white. And I don't know. I don't know what it was, other than it was white. <laughs> um, but it was a mate. You are literally like, I fucking get it now. It's not that. What's that awful shit, Giuliano and? Oh uh, yeah, Ernest Gal- and Julio drinkable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of those terrible wines, and you're just like, I've never got. I've always preferred a pint of beer, but when you taste good stuff, you're like, oh. do you order? Do you go into like to show your class now? Do you go? I'll have the ninety pound white. <laughs> I don't know what it's I don't called. Know what it is. Yeah. As long as it's minimum ninety pounds, I don't yeah. enjoy yeah. it. Or nothing under ninety. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what this is talking about. McIntyre again. He he talks about when you go to a restaurant and you choose a wine, and what you do is you pretend to look, and then you pick the second cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's yeah, fucking bang it's on, isn't absolutely it? Absolutely true. Everybody yeah. does that move. Yeah. They're like, "Well, I'm the cheapest. I'll spend a couple of quid more." Because <laughs> you don't want to say house wine. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're just like, oh, I'll have the. Uh, <laughs> Whatever this one is, and then you can't pronounce it, so you're pointing at it. Yeah, it's um, my mum used to go out with someone who was uh, the cousin of uh, Mark Knopfler. We went to see Mark Knopfler once at um, 
the Royal Albert Hall. Right. So he, so we got tickets and he said, oh, Martin Knopfler's coming. And I love Martin Knopfler and I love Dire Straits. We went to go there and I just could not be fucked. You know, it was after work. I've got to go all the way there on the tube. Um, when we got there, he said, oh, he said, I'll come round to this, this, and this guy turned out to be a dickhead, but that's besides the point. He said, come round to this side door. So we went to this side door, got led in, didn't have to be, didn't have to go through any fucking ticket office or anything. Got led into the box, which was the one straight opposite the stage, you know, the premium box in in there. And then immediately, (laughs) immediately a woman comes in and goes, what would you like to drink? And it was like all free. So I was like, oh, I have a, I have a, you know, when you're not sure, you're like, I have a. (laughs) Beer, like tested the water. And she's like, sure, yeah, yeah. And then she comes back with beer, and then we had all snacks and everything. So watching this concert, and I'm like, fucking hell, this is amazing. And you got all the plebs in front of you. <laughs> uh, and then when we when it finishes, I go to leave, and he's like, no, no, we're going to the after party. So we get led by somebody again. Don't touch any public at all. Get led down to this, this, and we go in, and there's all semi celebrities there, like. TV presenters and Angus Dayton was there and stuff like that. And Mark Knopfler's work in the room because he probably fucking has to. <laughs> Shit in it. And then they get us a table right in the middle of the room, clear it out. We all sit down. Mark Knopfler comes and sits down at the table. And I'm like, you're my guitar hero. Right. But I don't say this to him. Obviously, I just <laughs> ignore him basically. Yeah. Act, act, <laughs> yeah. Really not yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, um, and I get introduced to him and I shake his hand. And all I'm thinking is this hand has played so many amazing <laughs> songs. Um, at the end, I need to go. we need to go home to Fringeby Park. He goes, well, I'll just get you a car. And so we then get taken by somebody through the stage doors where there's loads of people waiting. They actually push a crowd, push the crowd out of the way, you know, like you're a celebrity. Yeah. And a big black Merc is there and they open the door and then he drives us to Finsbury Park. And I'm like, I want to be rich. That's the way. I bet you didn't tell them you're going to Finsbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I grew up in Finsbury Park, by the way. Oh, so, did yeah. you? Did, you, right, did yeah. you live there, did you? No, my ex-wife did. Oh, uh, right. uh, Blackstock Road. Oh, I lived uh, about. I went to school in Black, uh, junior school in Blackstock Road, and I okay. lived about five minutes away from there. I, I went to um, watch a, f- a football game. I watched Arsenal Chelsea. I'm sure the pub is called the Arsenal Arms. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. you've got the Gunners down that way as well, haven't you? You've got the Gunners pub, and you got yeah. the. Yeah, I think. The and we went there, yeah. and it was so rough. I've never. It was like a fucking scene out of. Um, I, have you seen ID? Yes. And yeah. the rock and yeah. all that. It was like <laughs> yeah. that. We were in mm. there, and everyone was like a caricature of. <laughs> Of a football fan, yeah. everyone was like, hey, "Can't, it's like that the whole time." But, but the whole time, um, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is really rough." It was yeah. like as super rough as it could be. This is this is not the pub I want to be in. But then again, there you go. That's a working class pub, and I'm like. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. This is not me. Yeah, I don't. There's certain sort of places as working class where I do feel comfortable, but like when it's rough, pubs aren't aren't one of them anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd much rather be somewhere not too poncy, but you know. What's that one over there that looks a bit dodge? Is it called the? What's it called? Oh, the shunky. It's even called the Shanky. <laughs> oh, well, it is a clue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looked, oh, my God. No, no, no. I mean, I've not been in, but I've looked in the window. You know when you look in and, and, and immediately there was a yeah. big Skinner guy at the bar looking angry that I was looking at him. <laughs> going, like, fucking, that prick did. And I, all I did was go, ooh. Like, do my best. I'm so sorry, face. Uh, yeah, fucking hell. All right. Well, look, we've done another forty-two minutes. Oh, well, so I think we should call it call it a day. Have we done enough? Did we? Well, I know we touched on Logan. Did you? Did we do enough? <laughs> I, know, I, I know they were rumours, but if, no. Have yeah. we done enough on Logan? Do you think? I think so. Only to say yeah. that you were on the same course that yeah. uh, we were. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and Dan was, who also said and, complimentary yeah. things last yeah. time. And Dan was, and, and and I just listened to the whole thing last time. We said something very complimentary about him right at the end, <laughs> like we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> but he callbacks. He's, he's, call there you go. Call he's done his job. But he uh, he was, uh, yeah. He's he's uh, a genuinely great guy, great teacher, mm. great course. That's all I take. Yeah, yeah. And also, I I went to see uh, Jane and Marsh's. A showcase yeah, uh, the yeah. other week, and uh, it was all at the comedy store and all that sort of thing. And seeing that, wow, did it bring home the the quality? Just Why do you think how, our, our showcase was better? Oh, so honestly, I know, I know, it's sort of. But uh, didn't they have it at the bloody comedy store, and there was like hundreds of people there? There was. There was yeah, but a room does not a showcase. Uh, no, it doesn't. There was helps. There was there was <laughs> yeah. there were things in there. They didn't. What a lot of people were doing in there, you would not be able to do out out there oh really okay. no way not really? a chance really, okay. you would you'd be shouted down and all the rest yeah, of it and uh, a nice soft and, showcase environment yeah. and they weren't a pre uh, uh jane and marsh weren't as appreciated as they should have been because they, well, they there was a, a fucking br- age category which uh, is ridiculous and, yeah and it's sort of very no, didn't know but marsh's made this up as far as i'm aware no she no she like, no she she said that I think her point was it. She didn't feel like middle-aged women were going. I appreciate. Oh, I thought there was an actual age category. No, it's not like and now they're yeah, over yeah. forty females. No, yeah. well, I think what she said it was sort of. There seemed to be a lot of middle-aged guys in there who were getting really broad, cheap laughs. Yeah, and they didn't go for that at all. Jane but, or Marshy. Yeah, and um, and and uh, but the the quality I thought on our just from everyone. Was yeah. just so much. Well, better. we went to um, ours was good. One of one of Will's. <laughs> one of yeah, we were great. Um, uh, you know that new comedian of the year or something? There was heats, mm. and Will was in one of them. And oh, I went right. along to see him, and uh, person I was with said, you know, so these were people who had been out and were doing it a lot. Said your showcase night was far better. Right, really, yeah, yeah. interesting. I I think so. I mean, it was just incredible, really, to get to get that when you saw there were people. You know, there's some there were some good people, but across the board. I just thought uh, the uh, our, our group were, were just we're good. not comp- not even compared to that. They're just no, really good. yeah. No, and I think that's yeah. a testament to Logan because yeah, yeah. you know you get twelve people in a room. Some of us are yeah. going to be crap. Absolutely, but he got us through enough to be yeah. good for five minutes. No, he was he was really good. Oh, really I, I also good. absolutely loved the camaraderie standing in yeah. the back. Mm. And like when you went to, before you went to go up, people were patting you on the back and stuff. Yeah. It really it really felt like a tight knit team. Mm. Yeah, and I was so chuffed with everybody yeah. And, yeah. And, and and feeling of being in that group I genuinely think even though I'm not, probably not going to see some of them again they've got all oh, those two that you hit <laughs> no, no but they, everyone's got a little special place now for me because yeah. they, oh, it absolutely. reminds me of a great experience yeah and um, yeah and also some people who are not if anyone in, in the group listens to this here's a bit of advice some people aren't gigging at the moment mm. because that's not it's not their main thing mm. And and they should because they're fucking great. Yeah, right? absolutely, 100%. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. There's don't no one there. No, no. There's no one there who shouldn't be out yeah. doing stuff yeah. because everyone's funny. Absolutely. In fact, quite a few yeah. people are, are not not gigging. I'm like, oh, you're all you're uh, all of them. I think are immediately funny to me. Well, is it wasn't it case the other night the what the uh, Will's night we did at the comedy cabin on Wednesday? Did anyone on on our group? Oh, could have got on that. Easy. Could have gone on that night, and easy. they would have been. They would have been up there getting laughs. And it was a good quality night that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, yeah. I did it the week before and didn't get many laughs. But <laughs> a lot of that. Hang on, don't wobble about. You're making the wire go. Sorry. 
I think actually, I think it, again, audiences. Yeah, it's yeah. Audiences. Well, it's a bit of it's When when we we went to see, we were doing the Be Your Own Bringers a few weeks before. I mean, Jane uh, for the night, you know, yeah, you know, I did and stuff. And there was a very different audience that night. I think the other last the night we did was a little bit harder audience than than that. Well, Will was doing the MCing and he was really good as well that night. As yeah, well. so that that helped. You know, it's well, just, I'm I'm definitely of the opinion that. I, it's like the gig I did before was in an open pub where people were drinking in the bar. It was like, it was difficult. And then it was a really, really long night. I went on in the third hour. Oh, God. You're yeah, like, that's too long. Oh, no. You, there's too many people. It, it, You've got to limit like shit. It yeah. was, yeah. And But... Ultimately, don't blame the room or the audience. Blame yourself. You've got. You've got to. I've got to be able. I've got to be skilled enough to work. You've got to be room proof. Yeah. yeah. No. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely right. I mean, you're you're right. It. We can't be expected to do it right now, but that's where you need to get to. That's so. All of those nights. They're they're the things that all these uh, gigs give us, don't they? That you got. You want to be able to go and see this room and go. I mean, Janet telling me this guy, they, they did a, a thing a while back and it was getting, no one was getting anything. And they, you know, these other com- comics have been doing it a while, but they were getting nothing. And this guy came up, I forget his name, but he'd been doing it for years. And he said, it, it, it wasn't an arrogant way. He said, watch this. And she said, like, within about a minute or two, he just had the, had the room. And That's I think, funny, there you go. That's it's just, you know, experience, isn't it, you know? I'm sure, yeah, I can't work out how to do that yeah. at all at the moment. Just that, that Inel guy... Who who would who just wouldn't leave the audience alone until mm-hmm. until yeah. they you start getting a response, yeah. like when they weren't responding, and then he was like, "Why did you not cheer earlier?" And then he was like, "Am I fucking up or are you yeah. fucking up?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It was just yeah. yeah. People like that stuff yeah. more. They do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this has been the early night, late. Uh, what are we? Early late night review. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Andy. A uh, pleasure. I loved really it. Really good. Really yeah. good. Uh, it. Fuck you, Ian. Fuck you, Ian. Fuck you, Ian. All right. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Baby!